All right, what's up, Rise Podcast? Welcome back to the podcast for another episode today. Um, in this episode, we're going to be um, discussing the relationship between faith and free will. Um, and we're going to discuss a little bit about this in Luke chapter 5. Um, I think it's actually a neat thing to talk about because free will is on... It's got to be on everyone's question list. Like, why does God give us free will? Why does God allow us to have free will? Because a lot of times, obviously, we have free will, but it gets us, it can get us into trouble a lot of times. You know, having the ability to make our own decisions isn't always the best thing, and we find that out throughout our lives. We don't always make the best choices. We make okay choices, but a lot of times, if, if um, our if what's influencing our decision making isn't really God, then it never ends up too good. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of times, the choices that we make, whether it's by whether it's influenced by our own motives or any other motive besides God, it it ends up on a path that it probably wasn't meant to be, and we find that out sometimes um after a while but um anyway i'm going to kind of jump into it and we're just going to kind of review this this passage this neat little passage um luke chapter 5 it's when jesus calls his first disciples and it reads like this one day as jesus was standing by the lake of gennesaret the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of god he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets he got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them, and they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Now, I think the last verse is obviously a pretty famous verse when Jesus tells Simon that you're now going to be fishing for people. Um, and it's actually a pretty good verse. I like it. Um, but there's a couple points I want to make. I want to start off with the fact that um, basically... He doesn't force anything when it comes to us and a relationship with him or our choices, whatever it is. And this is where we get free will is that he doesn't, he doesn't force anything. And we definitely see this in the passage, right? When we go back, it says, you know, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He sought the water's edge, two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. And to me, that, that one part right there, when they were washing their nets, it's it, it's got to be an eye catcher because it's 
it's part of what's about to happen here and it's a small part but it's part of what's happening because it's a part of um the fisherman's process if you will um as fishermen they had to you know wash their they had to wash their nets whenever they were done fishing so that way they can clean it up get all the debris anything that landed in the net that probably wasn't supposed to be there that they wanted to keep their nets clean so it didn't break and it was ready for fishing the next day and that sort of thing and so it was it was just kind of part of what they did you know um i'm not a fisherman so i don't know a whole lot about it but i'm guessing that they fish and they use their their nets and it was just part of their work day no matter how tired that they were was to wash their nets right so so they were washing their nets and he got into one of the boats the one belonging to Simon and right away I just you know kind of put yourself in the shoes of Simon and you see this this like preacher man just getting into one of your boats and you're kind of thinking okay that's interesting I guess and then he asked him to put out a little from shore then he sat down and taught the people from the boat when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Now this is where the nets come up again. And this is where it gets interesting because Jesus basically, um, he told Simon, uh, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Now, this would be interesting to me because being, like, if I was a fisherman and I had just washed my nets, why would I put it back into the water? You know, especially in this scenario, it's so kind of out of nowhere, out of left field, and it's very unexpected. And um, when we really think about this, they they didn't have the best luck during this time and this is what we're about to read you know um says uh, verse verse five says simon answered master we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything but because you say so i will let down the nets you know maybe we read the part where he says that he will let down his nets but i'm kind of looking a little bit just a little bit before that when he says um master We've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. And before he says anything else, I just want to really focus on that because off of that detail alone, we can already get a, at least a small understanding of where Simon is coming from and what he's feeling in this moment. You know, a lot of times I feel like we read these these passages in the Bible and we think that everything was just kind of free-flowing, like everything just fl- just had this flow together you know like the disciples always did what jesus told them to do there was no doubt there was no questioning and they were just they followed him no matter what and nothing seemed odd to them and it's almost like this like fairy tale like book but what we don't realize is these disciples they were human beings you know and a lot of the things that jesus did they were very questionable of these things and a lot of times like Obviously, scripture says it, right? Like, they did a lot of things that Jesus had commanded them to do. 
But when you look at their reaction, it wasn't like something that they were always like fully on board with. It was something that they were almost taking a complete chance on. You know, we see this here when he says, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Why would you say that if you were so sure that something great was going to happen from this deal? You know, but again, my first point is that he doesn't force anything. And what I mean by that is he's actually talking to Simon right now. Also, like, if if he had different intentions, like if he really wanted to just grab Simon's attention right away, like almost if he had something to prove, right? He didn't do things to prove that he could do it. Or he would have just did it. But why wouldn't he do that? It's because he wants you to choose him. And it's not always about the miracles and it's not always about what he can do for you. It's just about choosing the relationship aspect of it and it's about choosing him. And he could have, what could have happened here, and I think about this, is that Jesus could have, instead of just talking to Simon or even including him in this at all, knowing Jesus and what he was capable of doing, he could have just grabbed Simon's nets and just thrown him in the water, regardless of how Simon would have reacted. Probably not very good, you know, if he had just cleaned those nets and had a hard day and all this stuff like he had just mentioned he probably wouldn't have been too thrilled with jesus doing this but he could have just grabbed his nets thrown them in the water with the thought of i'm about to show this guy what i can do and got the result you know the large amount of fish and stuff but he included this this man simon that couldn't do what jesus could and he included him in this process of trying to seek Simon out. You know, and it's it's just an interesting process to me. He could have grabbed the nets. He could have taken charge of this. But instead, he included Simon in this. But Simon was obviously pretty unsure. Because, you know, he says, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. Like, I don't know. We've worked hard all night. Haven't caught anything, and the nets are clean. I just washed them. So, I mean, Simon could have just said no, you know, and that would have been pretty disappointing. But it goes back to, you know, he doesn't, like, Jesus doesn't force anything. He could have just grabbed the nets, regard, you know, regardless if he was going to say yes or no or anything at all. He could have just said it himself. But... Simon explained what he was feeling, you know, that he was sort of maybe possibly unsure about this. Because after that, he says, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. Saying that, you know, I will do this, I'll let down the nets, but because you say so. You know, we've worked hard all night, haven't caught anything, but because you say so. I'll let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. 
So they signal their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they begin and filled both boats so full that they begin to sink. So that was a small choice in a way for Simon to make to just kind of trust Jesus and just throw his nets back into the water. But it's crazy how such a small choice led to a life-changing event. And the small choice for Simon was throwing his nets back into the water. And to us, it probably seemed like nothing, nothing at all. And it probably seemed like an easy, easy decision for Simon. But it, I like to believe based off of what I read that it wasn't necessarily like that. Like he still did it, obviously. Um, and maybe he didn't have to argue so much with Jesus, but he basically had explained, like, look, um, I'm not exactly sure what you're trying to do, but I'm going to do it because you say so. And if it doesn't work, then at least I have someone to blame, <laughs> you know, because I'm only doing this because you're telling me to do it, basically. Um, and yeah, it's it's kind of a small choice if you think about it, because all he's doing is he's just throwing his net back into the water. But we went from Simon throwing his net into the water to catching two boats full of fish so much so that they began to sink. That's a that's a pretty hefty difference what that what that choice led to. And more so than that, when we keep reading, you know, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken, and so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid from now, and you will fish for people. So they left everything, or so they uh, pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. So the small choice... After all that reading, the small choice of of throwing his nets back into the water led to a large, large catch of fish, probably the biggest that they've ever caught. Quite the success story. It really is. You know, I, I'm sure people were talking about that for a very long time because that's, that's a lot of fish. And if you're a fisherman, that's probably quite the success story for them. It would be like someone going from, you know, fetching coffee to CEO or something bizarre, you know, something that just doesn't really happen too often. Like they went from a night where they caught nothing, cleaning up their nets, packing it away, calling it a day to throwing his nets back into the water and catching two boats full of fish. Soulful, they began to sink. It's quite the difference. And after that, what did they do after that? They pulled their boats back up on shore. They left everything and just followed him. So in other words, we went from the small choice that led to the life-changing moment. The small choice of Simon taking a chance that maybe he wasn't too sure about, he wasn't too crazy about, and he kind of told us that he wasn't sure about this but he did it anyway he did it anyway it was a complete act of faith 
And it was something that he had free will to do. Like we said, what would have happened if Simon just said no? Eh, I'm not really feeling it, man. No, I'm good. But he's like, eh, hmm, maybe. Why not? And I wonder how many moments in our life or even in our day that we have those encounters like that where God just kind of approaches us and goes, why not try this? Why not try that? Maybe it's not completely life-altering yet, but it could lead to that if you just take this one step, make this one decision. And obviously, we have the same free will so where we can say no to something, and he's not going to knock down your door, you know, because you'll say, eh, no. Like, how about you go to church? Mm, no. Okay. He's not gonna. He's not gonna force you to do that, you know. How about you read your Bible? Eh, no. Like, we free will gives us the opportunity to say yes. But that's the very point of having free will, is having the opportunity to say yes, and then what comes after that yes? What's on the other side? Of the yes, because the process of saying yes could be like Simon, like, I don't know, man. Don't know. I've had a long day, worked hard, um, just cleaned the nets, you know, didn't catch anything. But because you say so, but because you told me, but because of you, I'll do this. Because of you, I'll do this. And sometimes that's, that's what it takes. Sometimes it's not just us being completely 100% sure that whatever decision we're about to make is going to be the right decision, even though in our hearts it feels like it, but in our minds it's contradicting that feeling and it's kind of being like, eh, I don't know if this is going to work out too well. But if we just give in to it and just say, yeah, I'll, fo I'll follow you, I'll give this a chance, like what could that possibly lead to? It's a small choice. A lot of times it's a small choice, but it's the free will that he gives us and an opportunity to seek him out in a way that if we didn't have free will, we never could. Like obviously you've probably heard the saying that, you know, if we didn't have free will, we would basically just be robots forced to worship God, forced to have a relationship with God. I mean, and that is true, but it's also true to me that free will gives us the opportunity to say yes or no with the with kind of the um the journey of the yes if you like if you would put it that way you know like what would what would yes mean? I kind of know what no means no would put a stop to it like nothing would really go beyond that, and I wouldn't really know anything else. But yes, saying yes to something and following through with something, that could completely change everything. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but I'll never find out if I didn't have the opportunity to do so. I want to have the opportunity to know who Jesus is if I didn't have free will to seek him out. And if I didn't have choices along the way to do so. You know, and... Like we said, he never did anything to prove that he could. I mean, 
He rose people from the dead. He healed the sick. We all know what he did. So surely he could have just snatched those nets and just did what he could do. But that wasn't the point. The point is, are you going to trust me? The same for you. you know, the, 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 the point is, are you going to trust him? Yeah, he could, he could take the reins on your life. But are you going to trust him? Are you going to seek him out? Are you going to invite him in? These are the many things that he wants to he wants you to do. Cuz it's it's there. The gift is there, but are you going to act upon it? Are you going to seek it? And this is what free will gives us. You know? And faith, the opportunity to believe in something that may be crazy, in something that may seem out of this world. But it's the faith on taking a chance on the yes. And for Simon, it was, what will you do with your nets? And maybe for you, it's the same thing, you know? What will you do with your net? I don't know, whatever that is. Could be your job. Could be your relationship. Could be any any opportunity on any given day. It could be the smallest choice that he approaches you with. That could lead to a life-changing moment. What will you do with your net? What will you do with the free will opportunity to say yes and no? What's on the other side of yes for God? You'll never know until you take the faith into just, you know... Give into that faith and say yes to whatever it is that he has for you. But I, I just thought that passage was interesting and I just wanted to share with you guys. Um, it's interesting. From net, from from a clean net to throwing it back in, to catching the fish, to leaving everything and following him. It's crazy. Leaving everything and following him. The biggest success story that a fisherman could have probably had during that time. And he left all of it and followed him. I know one thing. I would love to have that kind of faith. But for Simon, it didn't just come out with him just leaving everything and following him. It came out with him listening to Jesus and putting his nets back in the water. Small choice, small choice, but it led to something big. It led to a life-changing event. But anyway, um, thank you for lending me your ears. Thank you for joining me again on the podcast. I love doing this with you guys as always, studying, discussing, whatever it is. Um, Want to have more guests on eventually. Just seeing where the podcast goes, just seeing where this thing goes. Um, January we're gonna hit a year of doing this and it's it's been amazing love doing this I've always loved doing this I'm so glad I started this and I'm glad for anyone that just pours time from their day into just coming on and listening to me talk whether it whether they get anything from it or not but anyway I appreciate you guys love you guys and I hope to um, give us some new content as soon as possible but until then um, I will see you guys soon.